Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation starts. Sit back and listen as we talk to the authors who take you to different places every time you turn those pages. If you enjoy what you hear, give us a like, share with a friend, reach out. We want to hear from you. Welcome to the Author's Porch. Tonight we are welcoming Nicole. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm great. How are you doing? It's good to wonderful. see you. I know. It has been a while since we've had that, uh, since we've had any conversations and a while since we had that inaugural conversation, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But I wanted to give a little introduction before we go into um, how we met and ha- our journey and that wonderful book that you have behind you because girl I love it (laughs) you did oh that's so great to hear yes (laughs) so as you guys can see Anastasia is not with us tonight I would like everyone to say send out their prayers their good vibes whatever you do when you know that somebody isn't feeling very well so Anastasia sent me a message earlier and she let me know she is not feeling very well so she is not going to be able to be with us tonight however she is with us in in mind, body, soul, and spirit. So we want to welcome um, Nicole onto the show. Even though Anastasia can't be with us, that doesn't mean that we're not going to get down and we're going to talk about that wonderful book and everything that we can uh, talk about with Nicole. So Nicole, let's talk about how we met because that was just some (laughs) random way of meeting, which was phenomenal. And that's how I love meeting people. Um, So we are in this group it's an author group a bunch of different authors get in and nicole had an interview with her local newspaper and she says you know i'm a bit nervous i I haven't done an interview this is my local newspaper from the town that she's in it's a smaller town and i just you know i don't i'm not sure what they're going to ask what to say i was like hey i'm some random person just like this newspaper person that's going to interview you so let's talk and maybe you can get some of those butterflies off and she took me up on the offer and we've just been talking ever since (laughs) so Uh, meeting you has been such a blessing i you know i it's very interesting that there's people out there who just want to help and um and and I feel in the in the same I feel like I'm in the same boat here uh I want to help other authors um I went into this whole thing blind I had to you know do every step of the way it's been an eight-year journey and um I wish I would have had somebody like you in my corner uh you know, years ago, someone who was like, okay, just keep going. It's good. You've got this, you know, uh, also you have other talents that, that, uh, you bestow upon your author friends as well. So it's, it, that's also a blessing. Um, I, (sighs) thank you for that. I appreciate that. But you started talking about your journey just a little bit. You said it's been an eight-year journey. Can you expand upon your journey and how you got started being an author? Well, um, I was always interested in writing. I'd always, I, I'd always written. 
um, growing up. And it was something that I wanted to pursue professionally uh, as a young adult. And I never got around to it until I had the story that inspired me to do that. So I, um, I had an experience in my life and I do pull from a lot of my personal experiences. And uh, it was just the, the story itself. It was just something that I needed to get out there. I thought it would entertain women, empower them um, and, and make them laugh and relate. And, uh, but I didn't want to do it unless I, I was, I wasn't going to put it out there unless it, it was done right. So I decided to go and get an education in writing and I stumbled across um, San Diego Writers Incorporated, which is a school here in San Diego. Um, it's linked to UCSD and also um, has independent workshop workshopping classes. So basically for whatever phase you are in your, in your writing journey, there's a class for you. So if you're a beginning writer, beginning fiction writer, uh, narrative nonfiction, any any kind of writing class you want, they usually have one that comes up within a few, within a couple of months. So I just started enrolling in these classes and dedicating myself to, and also it, you know, once you start immersing yourself into the San Diego writers scene, then there's all these other different outlets that you can, the, the San Diego Writers and Editors Guild, um, there was So Say We All, another writer's group that I, I kind of peeked in on a few times that I thought was really interesting. Um, but so I decided to go from the ground up and, um, and that's exactly what I did. I, I went from basically beginner, intermediate, advanced writing classes and, you know, like 10 in each category. So I, I just focused on the education of the writing. And then once I finished the book, which took forever because I used it as my pet project while I was going to school. Mm -hmm. So it just constantly kept evolving and, and so did my writing. So I had to keep redoing it and redoing it. And, um, but now that I have that behind me, I can just bang out a book, you know, in six months or, or four or five months and not spend six years on a, on a specific project. Uh, <laughs> You know, I love that that you took that methodical step-by-step -step view of, I want to be a writer, I want to write a book, but now let me go and learn from the ground up. Because I will tell you that most authors just start writing and, and hope to figure it out as they go. Mm. I'm one of them. <laughs> and... Um, what what we lose in that process is a lot of our character development sometimes we lose some of a, the parts of the scenes that actually tell enough of the story to grab the readers sometimes so um i've read your book it's good <laughs> it's real good there's parts and and you know the the book is sophia Badison, but i affectionately call her maddie like she's called in the book because we're girlfriends now <laughs> um, and that's one of the things you know that that i can see how you went from you know you really took a lot of time and focused on your art of writing so much that you brought the readers into the story to where they wanted to be her friend. They wanted to cheer for her. 
they could feel the moments in those stories that they were like, oh, girlfriend, we got to talk or, or this or the other. And, and I loved that about your book. So <clears throat> you, you said it took you six years to write the book. And were there any parts during any time throughout that six years that you ever thought, I don't know if I'm going to do this? Is this too no. hard? No. Wow. Uh, I'm one of those people, once I I get myself into something that I'm passionate about, I see it through. And I just knew that it was going to take a really long time and I needed the building blocks. Um, But I also met some characters along the way. Years later, after the story happened, I had reached out to people uh, that that were kind of part of this story that I, I didn't actually ever meet. And years later, they got a hold of me and told me the real skinny on the the background of the story. So that's how the I'm like, oh man, now I have to rewrite the whole thing because this, you know, I know all this information. But the funny thing is, is I had it right. I had it pretty much right, um, just from instinct and and knowing these characters that I created in my mind and what they would do and and how they would. Um, cause it's based on actions of, of real people. Mm-hmm. And, um, so there was this big story I had to invent in, and it, uh, it was like spooky on point. So, um, the, the whole voice within is Sophia Madison has this intuitive nature about her. She's just, uh, I think we all do. It's something we all have that inner voice that's like, no, don't do that. Or, you know, uh, it's something that that will stop you from doing Mm -hmm. things that you normally don't do. Well, in this case, Maddie decides if just for the weekend in Las Vegas to to stop being stuck in the mud and have some fun and and shoo that voice away. Well, uh, quite the... uh, adventure ensues because of it um and it does get her into a little bit of trouble but she has the time of her life and I don't think she would take it back for for a moment um anything that she experienced uh and and what and where it brought her to in her life so um I'm sorry I'm getting off point here uh no you're not I love it I mean I'm like I'm sitting here and I I had so many questions after the book, so keep going because you're answering them all. (laughs) That's my favorite part about being an author is, uh, you know, I one of my favorite things about being an author is teasing my friends and family, like, you're going to be in the next, don't you mess with me because you're going to be in the next book. (laughs) I have (laughs) people that bullied me in high school that I'm still friends with, you know, how how relationships evolve and change and Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, kids aren't exactly friendly or, or, you know, nice at a certain age and, and, and everybody struggles in adolescence, but, um, I have, I have friends that have had a ton of people apologize to me this year. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh man, I do not want to be in that next book. I could just imagine. <laughs> so what made you, <laughs> yeah, there could be, there's stories out there that people don't even realize they could write. So what made you right. choose women's fiction chiclet over horror or crime or romance you know because I mean this isn't uh, just a romance this is like this is chick lit I mean it's just so much more than romance um 
Well, because the the story was so much more than than romance. There's a romance in the story, and there, you know, there's some adult some scenes in there that are there are you know sex scenes and and stuff like that. So that does fall within the um, romance category. However, there was such a bigger story to be told. So also, I'm a huge fan, and I think there's a big chunk missing right now from. Um, from contemporary women's fiction, um, where there is that chiclet, our Sex in the City that that everybody loved so much, our Bridget Jones Diary, those movies that people found so endearing and so relatable, and will watch over and over and over again. We're missing that, you know. I haven't seen anything like that uh, released in a really long time. So I decided to. Um, invent this new character uh, in the spirit of all of those wonderful women that we used to watch on the screen and um, and and follow her through her you know her antics and her yeah. inner thoughts and and you know she even bonds has these bonding moments with her girlfriends when they really dish the dirt and they yeah. really don't hold anything back because that's how we are and yes. and um and that's what's fun about being a woman, you know, it's doing it's one thing. Yeah, that's great. But talking about it with your girlfriends is even better. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And, you know, and I love that those parts in the book where the bonding happens and you're right. You know, I mean, I'm, I didn't watch Sex and the City and Bridget Jones, Jones Diary. Um, I'm more of an older soul. I'm a golden girls. Me too. Girl. So for me, I mean, just that, that, that bonding, because I love that. And one of the things I loved about your character in the book was I, every night I wanted to, when I laid down, I wanted to pick up my Kindle because I had to find out what was happening with Maddie. Oh. Again, I was like, I need to find out what's going on with Maddie, you know? And it's like, this is a character that I think every woman is going to want to lay down at the end of the night or during the day when they're having lunch or whatever and find out what's happening in Maddie's life because she is the authentic female. It's not a made-up character. It's not someone who's perfect. It is you. It's me. It's any woman out there and you can step inside of Maddie's shoes and you feel like you are her in that moment because there's so many aspects. She's such a like 20 dimensional character for lack of better words uh there's so many parts of her that there's going to be something for every woman that they're going to be like hey yeah that's me and they're going to put themselves in her shoes when they're walking through the book um and then your later books because i i know that there's so much more in you to come later on um but there's one part of the book like i've been dying to ask you and i won't ask you for explicit i don't want anyone to, I don't want you to give it away no spoiler alerts but the ending of the book was there actually this big to do like that yes okay we'll have to talk off camera because when Matt, I was like oh yes <laughs> oh I was over here I was like yes I was up in the air and everything okay good that that uh scenario yeah did happen in my life but it was from 23 years ago okay and it was uh 
I'll have to tell you about that, but I applied it to my, I, I applied a lot of different things into this book. And um, some of them were the most amazing experiences of my life. One of them was, dare I say it, being on a national talk show. That's so cool. Here in the United States. And, uh, and so I, it wasn't, um, the same scenario that happened in the book, but it did happen in my life. And, um, and you pulled from that experience <laughs> and you were able to put aspects of that experience. That That's so cool. That gave me chills. You know, I tell you the best thing for anybody when you read a book is to be able to talk to the person who wrote it and and know those intricate details. So thank you for that because I've been dying. And, you know, we lost a little bit of touch in November because I was participating in NaNoWriMo and I was like- Oh yeah, I, I didn't make it. I didn't even know my name during that month. So, right. <laughs> so, so I've been dying to ask you. So what what's coming up for Nicole and, and Maddie and your, your journey? What do you got on the- Well, Maddie has been such a well-received uh, character so um and she's got a lot of stories to tell there's a lot that um that th that girl has uh in store for her readers so i decided to release a prequel it's more of a coming of age story um of this adventurous girl and how she kind of got to the to where she is um and it's again it's relatable she bumbles she triumphs she laughs she cries she she she's constantly finding out more about herself and um i i just think everybody can can relate to to some of the things that she's been through this is uh, quite a a fun story it's uh i would say it's young adult and slash women's fi fiction chiclet I, I haven't worked that all out yet i'm about halfway through um, and it's about the summer of 1987 when Maddie was a, a, a young girl coming, coming into her own and, um, she encounters, uh, identical twins and they're quite mischievous mm -hmm. and, um, identical twin boys and they're quite mischievous and they, uh, pull one over on the main character. But wow. as it fl fast forwards into her life as an adult and she re-encounters these two people, it's oh, a game of whom, who's fooling whom. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of a, a fun turnaround um, of events on, uh, from, from you know, the young girl that she once was to the woman who has emerged uh, and she's, she's quite, she's quite good. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds, that sounds really cool. Like I'm ready for that book. So when are we, when can we expect to read it? Cause I'm ready. <laughs> um, I'm, well, I'm having the cover worked on right now so that I can get it into pre-release. Um, I'm hoping to have it out, uh, by the end of spring. Yay. Super yeah. It's exciting. not gonna, it's not gonna, I'm gonna, uh, it's moving really fast and it's been so much fun and I've decided to change I I actually um 
was doing NaNoWriMo as well. And I, I got halted and I had to have all my wisdom teeth out and I'm still recovering from that at the moment. I keep looking at my, my chipmunk <laughs> cheeks. Um, but uh, uh, so I, I've had a couple uh, holdups. So as soon as I can sit down where I'm not foggy headed and, and ready just to focus and plow through it, um, I'm ready to rock and roll and, and get this thing put out for you guys. Yeah, because, you know, there, there is this huge gap for women to relate to characters because they, with people continually put out characters that women can't relate to because we're like, hello, that is not me, <laughs> you know, but your character is 100% relatable. And I love that you, from the ground up, you built your writing career by going in and learning from the ground all the way up on how to build these books from a place of that educational background and I appreciate that and I'm super excited for your book because I love the so the voices at Sophia Madison and the voices within I read that whole entire book almost every night I laid down and I had to find out what else was going to happen with Maddie in this story and um and then NaNoWriMo happened and I wasn't able to talk to you so this is our first time really in-depth talking so I'm super stoked that I got the answer to that that one question that I had. I was like, "Oh, go girl, hey." <laughs> I'll, have, uh, I'll have to uh, talk to you a little more in depth about that. Okay, uh, I'm ready for that conversation too. We're gonna have fun <laughs> on that one. But um, so, is there anything that if you could tell uh, somebody who wants to become an author, somebody who is struggling in their field and just doesn't know how to get past either writer's block or self-doubt, what would you tell them? What would you would like to impart onto other folks out there? Well, um, it, it's the hardest thing you're ever gonna do. So make sure that, um, that if, if this is what you wanna do, make sure it's really what you wanna do. If this is, if this is what really gets you going, um, don't let anything stop you. This is a very competitive business. Um, there's a lot of people out there that will, will jump to criticize. Um, there's a lot of people out there, um, you know, constructive criticism is one thing, but, um, you know, there's, there's people that can just, just, you know, take the wind right out of your sails. And, and if, if that happens, if this is really what you want to do, just take a step back, take a breather, um, and and dabble in in writing something else for the moment. But just always keep going. Um, one of my one of my little tricks is uh, I am part of a reading critique group um, here in San Diego, and it's led by a best-selling author, T. Greenwood. And I've been with them for about, I don't know, a little over five years, around five years, somewhere around there. And it keeps me um, accountable. So I basically have a deadline every two weeks. So I have to turn in a piece of work to these other five authors. We all work on each other's work um, and we catch our own stuff and everything is constructive. It comes from a good place. Um, and this is, uh, where I think I'm going to stem off from my real estate career and uh, my singing career and jump full bore into um, 
into the 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 writing world and i'm going to start a critique workshop resource and put together different um, groups of people so that they can all help each other and work and i'll be moderating as well as working on other people's work too um and it, it'll catch the holes in your story mm -hmm. and, and you build a rapport and some of these some of these critique groups are social in nature too because you know, it's, it's, <clears throat> we as writers are social creatures. So um, I think it's really important to have accountability partners. I think it's, um, you know, build up your network of people because the only people who really like to talk about writing are writers. <laughs> your friends are just going to stare at you till you, till, and you could talk to them until they're blue in the face and they are just like, I'm over it, you know, exciting. Let me know when the book comes out. Yeah. They have, you know, but we like to pick it apart and talk about it. And, and, um, and we also like to pick apart our, there's so much about our work that we miss as writers mm -hmm. um, that we need another set of eyes to, to go in there. And sometimes, you know, more than one set of eyes, like four, five, six sets of eyes on your work so that, you know, you, you know, you get different opinions and you just take what you want, leave what you don't. It's not personal, but it's extremely helpful. Sometimes it slows me down. Sometimes it speeds me up. Um, but it's, it, uh, I, I feel that it's the biggest tool in my box um, as far as developmental um, in my right being in, in the developmental process of my writing. So, um, if, if you get stuck, find a writing button. Get get out and start networking. Um, you, you'd be amazed at the amount. There are the, the, the critics and the, and the people who, who don't want you to do better than them. But there's also this great resource. Uh, the writing community is really supportive. And so, you know, it just takes that one to get in there and, and screw you up. So if, if, if you have a network of people who believe in you, who believe in your work, who believe in you believing in yourself. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. Just keep going. Yeah, I, I love that I describe those groups, uh, those critique groups, because it's, it is definitely missing um, in the writing wor world. I had joined a couple of those online, you know, the groups or whatever, um, and people and people would ask for help. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, because I'm always willing to help somebody. But then the moment that, you know, you say, hey, I've got this, would somebody be willing to take a look at it? Then there's crickets. So, um, right. yeah, I love that you're going to start something that is built from a place that you, you've you seen how it works and how it needs to work and how to separate it and run it the way that yours already works. It's not just a group with thousands of people in it and everybody's right. just running wild, which happens a lot of times. So um, thank you for that because it is needed for a lot of authors out there because everyone is trying to connect with somebody just to run something off of because I could tell, I could talk to my husband, Tom Blue in the face. And most of the time he's probably thinking in the back of his head is, gee, many Christmas, when is she going to shut up? I mean, he probably doesn't, but I mean, it, does he right. really care as much as when I talk to you or when I talk to one of my other author friends? Probably not. So I love that you're going to do that. Keep me informed on that. I would love to, um, I would love to get in one of those groups and, you know, join in and because I, you know, I'm always about helping and I'm always about bettering my 
my writing because I did not start with the educational part. So there's a lot more that I need to learn, but I'm having fun while I'm doing it. Um, Do you do you have any shout outs you want to give before we um, head out and let you get some uh, much needed rest over there since you just had your wisdom teeth? <laughs> well, of course, you know, I, I have, I want to give out a shout out to you because, because yeah. um, like you've been such a blessing and I've also met um, another gal who just wants to help authors and she does uh, cover design and, um, She's, she's um, Angelique Bozeman. She's in South Africa. So we have a hard time connecting because she's 10 hours ahead, but she's been great. She's designing my new book cover um, because if you see behind me, my book cover doesn't really speak to my genre. Um, it's, it's ambiguous. So I, in, in order to market the product, you have to have a product that, that appeals to the eye of, of the consumer. So um I'm going into completely different route and going with the chiclet genre of book cover. So um, she, it's, she's doing a great job on it and I'm excited about that. And um, and I look forward to continuing our relationship as well. Um, I think San Diego Writers Incorporated and Words Alive have been amazing um, in, in helping me learn and grow as a writer and uh, and um, all of my critique buddies have been uh, amazing. Um, I've learned a lot from them and I've made a lot of friends. Uh, and I just, I can't wait to put out the next Sophia Madison book. I'm gonna try and um, go wide with both of them. Um, I haven't gone wide with this one. It is on amazon.com at the moment, but uh, it will be going wide uh, in the next two to three months, but it's still available. Um, and I have a book signing coming up here at Bay Books in Coronado. I'm in San Diego and, uh, I have a book signing at Bay Books in Coronado, California, um, January 17th. It's a Sunday from 12 to 2 PM. And, uh, that's about it. And thanks for having me. I hope to be a guest again one day. Yeah, I'm super excited that we were able to connect again. Uh, send me all the links to all those people that you gave a shout out to. We would definitely want to put them on here and let them know the wonderful work they're doing for you. And if any other authors or folks need to connect with them, we want to make sure that we're connecting as many people as possible. Because in a world where everyone feels so alone, we want to let everyone know that you're, you are connected. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. And that's what we do on the author's porch is where every good conversation starts is right on your front porch. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on tonight and sharing some insight into Sophia Madison and the voices within. I enjoyed the book wholeheartedly. I can't wait to read the next one. And I can't wait to have some more conversations off the screen with you about so many more things um, and share this wonderful relationship that we built through a, a, a chance conversation said hey talk to a stranger you get some butterflies out and you took me up on it and here we are now and this is going to continue that way so I hope that everybody does that and takes a chance on strangers every once in a while in a safe environment (laughs) all right guys we're going to end it here on the author's porch thanks again Nicole and um, we will see you soon all right bye Merry Christmas. happy holidays thanks bye bye